One five. Episode one five. Fifteen. Bottoms up. Here we are. This is Fred, the grassy troll. To his right. Right. Is Blado. And he's passing over to me the right to introduce myself, which became an issue last week. Yeah, it still is. Appreciate that. It still hurts. And then to uh, my left, uh, joining us as usual, would would be Nobs. Hello. uh, At the controls. And we have a returning guest. Yes, we do. uh, From our Traverse City remote episode, uh, you may recall Lefty. And Lefty is back with us um, because... uh, well, yeah, nothing better to do than that. <laughs> because Pretty. of the pint glass. Oh, he did want to collect his uh, uh, special guest <laughs> bottoms up pint glass before they're all gone. So right. possibly some rye. Um, <laughs> that is very probable for the after the show routine. Yes, I, the green room. Uh, it's a green light. <laughs> no, so, heaven's door rye. And uh, we can even do a taste test with the other Heaven's Door. So, oh, that's right. I saw that. Yeah. Posted it. Sweet. It's not uh, for me, but sweet. <laughs> uh, then that's I, for I, me. I, I appreciate <laughs> the joy it brings both of you. But Hey, you know, I, I do. We talk about cultural topics. I do think that we ought to switch it up one week and do craft distilleries, craft spirits as a cultural topic. You know, no. and, and and then you know, not do the well, beer. And the one we went to, yeah, try was a couple. Fantastic. Traverse City. This is a, the next was you can do. It's called Mammoth. It's a new distillery up. In new Traverse. to us at least. Oh, well, it's new. We've never, seen, never it. seen it. Before. Right, and it's right in the same building complex of a place we go to every year. Workshop. Yeah, the workshop brewery, and uh, they had gin, gin, vodka, vodka whiskey, whiskey, bourbon. And bourbon, yes. And yes. A, I think a cherry whiskey as well, because yep, Traverse City. Cherry, Traverse City, yeah. Um, cherry something or another. Yeah. Cherry Bounce? Yeah, Cherry Bounce. Yeah. Lefty and I, we've had the tra- Traverse City whiskey a number yeah. of times and really oh, yeah. enjoyed it. We were there. Well, we went there, too, afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to, want to discriminate against any of the distilleries. <laughs> no, they're all good. <laughs> they're all good, in our opinion. But this place was something new to us, and... Uh, Really like the gin. I'll say the whiskey. I'm sorry, no, the vodka. You like the vodka. The vodka was one of the best ones I've ever had. Right. I'm, a, I'm so a vodka smooth. snob, so I would. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I would I, be, you know, I, I would be more critical of vodka than I am of the beers that we. I drink. found a fairly local place that sells it by me, so oh. maybe I'll pick up a bottle. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Cool, cool. You got to promise to do a bacon episode. Bacon. Okay. Kevin Bacon? Um, yeah. Six do degrees, a, all right? Do a morning. No. Do bacon. This is just another way Lefty wants to get back. Lefty wants to get back. Maple syrup. Last for a customer. Hey, you know what? If we were going to re, if we were gonna re-review the, uh, the Saugatuck maple uh, blueberry syrup stout. There you go. That would be the time to do it, there right? There you go. Yeah. Do, do a breakfast show Perfect. with bacon. They've upped the ante. They put bourbon in it. It'll go with it's the bourbon bacon. age now. Bourbon age. <clears throat> well, we got to keep right. open minds about these. Well, things. what do we got tonight? That's what matters right. right now. Well, what we're starting with tonight is from Keweenaw Brewing Company in Michigan's beautiful Upper Peninsula. It's go Huskies. Go Huskies. It's shout it's, out. The name is Level Ninety Two, and 
it is a black uh, Indian IP, black India Pale Ale or IPA. Do we expect it to be dark in color? I did when I saw the, the label because the label is sweet. The label is really nice. Yeah. It's uh, got. How, how did you characterize it before, though? <laughs> When I first looked at it, I thought it was a bunch of people in hoodies, like gang members on this team or something. But then the more we look at it and read the label, it, they are minors. I thought they were monks at first. See? This well, is it, because they're, 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 silhouettes. They're, they're silhouettes. And you have to remember, most of the Keweenaw, the, the last one that we had was... Piquet Plant? It was the um, Oh, that was no. I was talking. I, the, we didn't review it, but I talked about the the Widowmaker, which was also about mining, because of a certain tool that they had to use, and and that was also called the Widowmaker. Um, so this one, level ninety two, is in reference to the deepest mine in the world at that time, ninety two hundred feet down, ninety two levels, a level every ten feet, I guess. What I did that math job. in my head. All right, let's correct these. Um, oh, what are the stats on this again? 90.2. Well, 92%. Yes. Oh, I wonder how if that's coincidental. Uh, at first the pour... On there, nine two. Yeah. At first pour, it is definitely a black IPA. I have never seen an IPA this dark before. Um, bubbles nicely with a decent, uh, a decent head. Um, so if I, if, if I'm going to be shocked if this tastes like an IPA because it, it doesn't look, look like, like an IPA. And <clears throat> I have never seen an IPA you can't see through. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is they motor oil. They do bad brewery like this too. Where, which one? The bad brewery in Mason. Mm-hmm. Potoms up, guys. Let's Potoms up. Partake in the black. Uh, Nobs, I, I, you were the first to. Yep, I tried it. Yeah. So what, what, what's your first reaction? Um, for being so dark, it's not as bitter as I thought it was going to be. It's fairly light for the color. And for being an IPA. Yeah. It's it's not as it, hoppy or not, as bitter right. as the, the... Not as hoppy as an IPA or as bitter as some of the beers of this color. It's very roasted. Mm-hmm. Yep. Little, little. But it's got a clean finish. Mm. My initial reactions right now are... I, Again, maybe this is part of the blotto conversion to IPA drinking, um, but I think this is a very good beer. Like Lefty said, um, it was very roasted tasting, but I almost thought I detected a, a coffee undertone to it. But maybe I'm mistaking it for what you're you're yeah. calling yeah. roasted. I've had it before, so I knew it was coming, and uh, it has a very like kind of a roasty, malty flavor. Well, they did. Well, you read the can. The can. No. Said, no <laughs> okay. The, 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 they they First described. Of all, it. You can barely read anything on that can. Yeah. Um, it's hard to read because of the flat black finish. But it, it looks like it, a leather bound book. Um, medium malt backbone is the yeah. way they describe it, and I wouldn't argue with that. Um, well, I I, I but, certainly like it. It's very tasty, very drinkable. There's going to be a few quiet moments while we're all drinking. Mm. Uh, Am I the only one that thinks it smells like Fruit Loops? <laughs> no. You're not the only one, or I don't smell it. Oh, <laughs> so I'm the only one. Okay. And I have a large intake manifold, and I don't <laughs> smell Fruit Loops. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll, with the pre-show we'll round back, uh, back to uh, 
that here at the end of the segment um, and get our final reviews on it. But Time for memes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, should we do guests first? Yeah, guests first. Guests first. You got, you got some I'm funny, honored. poignant, entertaining? Um, what you got? I had not a whole lot of preparation for that. Join the club. So, the, up. The, the, meme, <laughs> the, the meme was a little fast and furious and uh, trying to turn over a a new leaf and not be so, um, uh, some Russian bot. Yeah. Is I guess the word. I really don't, don't like that. Yeah, I know, but you, I think you, you concern to... yourself about, you know, being the puppet, right? And don't worry about yeah. that. Uh, you, yeah. you know, as long as we're true He's and honest and factual, puppets. no, you're the puppet. Nice reference. He's the master of puppets. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so so play along, even if it was a Russian created meme, right? Right, right, right. And, and, and I'm thinking Putin that it himself. probably wasn't, but maybe it was. I don't know, you know. Um, so I just have a an anti-Trump. We'll have none of that. That that that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not anti-Trump, but I'm I'm not. Would you leave? <laughs> <laughs> Who invited, Who invited this guy? Why do we call him Lefty? Take that glass back. Wait, I thought the whole idea of Lefty was because he was left of us. Oh, oh that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, so spit it out. What it has nothing your, to do with my one left eye. What is your... <laughs> you my can one, only have... My one good left eye. I was going to You can only have one left eye. I, I know. <laughs> it's kind of like what eight plus five is. <laughs> so, so what does the meme say? What does so, the meme say? It, it, the gist of it is, is is that it doesn't stereotype me. Just what does the meme what, say? You want me to read it? Yes. yes. Please. That's all I don't know how this goes. Yeah, we just read the meme. So it, my meme says, yes, I'm anti-Trump. No, I'm not a Muslim, an illegal, or living off the government. I'm just not stupid. <laughs> Great meme. Hey. All right. It took a while to get there, but yeah. we got it. <laughs> And then we'll post it so people can see it. So no, you don't have to give further if you explanation. If you had me go first, I'd have got the rhythm. <laughs> you know, very quickly, Fair that point. reminds me when I used to go to China. China? And and we would sit down at these dinners. Would you go first? And Well, this is the thing. And we they would bring out these, you know, like fancy, like lazy Susan dinners, right? With everything kind of, you know. Is it like dim sum kind of thing? Not just dim sum, but everything, right? And then, since I was the guest of honor, oftentimes, they would want me to eat first. So they would spin it around to me, the next dish, offering it to me first. But I didn't know. Like, do I get it with my fingers? Do I use a spoon? Do I use chopsticks? Am I putting it on rice? Do I use it with noodles? Am I, you know? You just lean over? <laughs> so I was always like, don't make me go first. To, to, to your point, Lefty. Yeah. Don't make me go first because I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> you know? Have somebody else go first and then I'll go second. Do I peel the octopus skin off this way <laughs> or that way? You know, because, yeah, all of a sudden, you know, I, I, you know, I serve something with chopsticks and everyone starts laughing, you know? <laughs> Which was the All point. right. Derail. Who's up next for our memes of the week? I'll go. Fred here. All right. Uh, this is a very visual one, but I'll read it. It says, when your first paycheck hits you and you blow it on some sick-ass shit, 
<laughs> There's no context to that whatsoever. What is it, a Sonic belt uh, buckle? Oh, God. You buy yourself a Walmart belt buckle. Oh, wow. <laughs> Another visual one. Yes, yeah. All right, and I think... Uh, Above the waistline, Walmart belt buckle. Oh, but the, the name of the person who posted it, I also got a kick out of that. It was the, the Troller Coaster. Oh, I like that. That's no, not, no, not as good as the grassy, grassy troll, troll, but it, it's, it's, yeah. in the, it's in that league. Yeah. All right, Blada, I mean, Nobs, what you got? All right, so I actually have one this week. I don't normally partake in this, but I've been rewatching Game of Thrones with uh, Season 8 coming up, and I found one that is Ned Stark uh, with Robert Moeller's face on it, <laughs> and it says, Moeller is coming. Yes. Ah, very apropos for mm-hmm. what might be happening in the next 10 days or so. I like that. Yeah. Uh, my, my name is very, rather simple, so no visual necessary, because um, all it was was text, and I kind of had it just saved a little bit, but I think so it's just... no audio to splice in this week? Yeah, no audio to splice in. Thank you very much, Nobs. But I, I, it, it's just been ringing with me since I read it. And it just says, poverty exists not because we cannot feed the poor, but because we can't satisfy the rich. Amen, brother. And I think it just really says a lot about where we're at today, uh, certainly in America. Yes, it do. Um, Before we get into the topics, and we've got a few that we want to touch on tonight, so we're kind of going to go a little bit more rapid fire, right? Uh, Maybe, with our political topics. Uh, because there's so much happening this week. Um, uh, I didn't see any fact checks um, from last episode. We were perfect. Uh, we, we may have been. If, if somebody noticed something that was questionable that we said, please let us know the best way to fact check is say something wrong on the Internet. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the world wants to let you know about it. Uh, but I do want to throw a little bit of a curveball to you all. Okay. Because before we get into our other topics, one topic we didn't write down, which has probably garnered more media attention than anything else this week, and do we want to spend any time at all talking about Jesse Smollett? Not really. Eye roll from Fred, big time. <laughs> Does it? Well, I, I actually, in my preparation, I got a little bit of that to sprinkle in, but. <laughs> I don't know how you necessarily sprinkle it in on some of our other topics, but I guess you can. But actually, I do. I I, I will segue this into our first topic. Absolutely. Well, let's let's spend a little time on it since you brought it up. Yeah, I, I did want to. I, I thought it's such a big news story. Maybe the topic is it shouldn't be. It's a it's a bigger news story because so many people jumped the gun before things got sorted out on on both sides of it. I disagree with that. He always disagrees with me. No, because... Well, why don't you let him finish? No, no. I, I said what I had to say. Well, they didn't jump the gun. The story was that this, you know, celebrity said that he was mugged and accosted in a racist and homophobic way. That has to be reported. It maybe doesn't have to be the new, the, you know, the news of the week, right? But it's still newsworthy. I, I don't think that, that the news organizations were wrong for believing him, because they're not—they don't have the details. They, you know, this is just what somebody has come out and said. There was some level of um, 
of evidence, right? I mean, he went to the hospital and those kinds of things. I, I, again, I, it's just that the news is doing the news's job, and it turns out that, you know, he has bigger issues. Um, and it turned out to be, you know, not, not, not phony. It, what, what, the phony part is that he made it happen, but the, the, the news is not phony, right? That's what I'm saying. The news portion of it was okay. not phony. Okay, allegedly. Well, there's that, but, you know, he we, paid by check. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, until he's tried. Until he's tried. You, you, you have to, to... We can always... And, and you know what? You can, in the social world, try him all you want. And Correct. The, the chief of police of Chicago tried him, I believe, was it today? I don't mm-hmm. know what day it was. In the court of public opinion. No, and that's going to happen. But it also putting, happens on the right. When he put his speech slash public relations monologue out there, and I was listening to it, and it was uh, a whole long diatribe of all the wasted resources and hope that, that, that those resources could have been allocated towards actual murders no. and actual this and actual like, that. In like the they process, never waste time. <laughs> in the process... I seriously think that there's probably a case to be made for the chief of police tainting the jury pool and trying him in the public court. And he probably has something there, or at least his attorneys do, that he can't be tried fairly in the okay. city of Chicago. Okay, but that's a separate news story now. The news story about the, you know, the, the comments from the police. On the, the backdrop of... Right. The mayoral election next Tuesday. Uh, sure. Um, I, I, I did want to bring up one aspect about this that caught my attention, and I wanted to, to bounce it off the, the, you, the crew here. Trump sent out a tweet and complaining about this event and Smollett uh, uh, arranging and organizing. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Staging it. Um, and he called what Smollett did racist. He called it a racist act. And that really struck me because that that's what happens in these events. It gets so twisted. I mean, you can say what you want. Let's let I'm I'm gonna try him in the court of my my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and say that he staged this act. Okay. We again throwing as many allegedly as you want, Lefty. But but um, you know, say he stage. How does Trump or the the far right, the Trumpsters, the Breitbartians, and all those? How do they twist this and say what he did was racism? Because he used in the description of the events of the evening, maybe allegedly, falsely the uh, fact that the two individuals were wearing MAGA hats. But MAGA is not a race. Trumpsters are not that's, a race. That's the only reason, because he viewed it as a punch, so the counterpunch is you're racist. And, and, and that's and what that's really what bothered me about the president's tweet, because it's that, not racism. And they want to use this term that anytime you insult a group of people... Even if they are "quote unquote" the deplorables, right. that's racism, and it is not racism. From and what prospect, it does, pro- it waters down 
the true meaning of racism when it's about race superiority. Agreed. And I don't but think Jesse Smollett believes that you know blacks are a superior race over whites. I, I, I would find that really hard to believe. And nor does this action of him doing this even support that. He might believe that, but this, this wouldn't say, I'm trying to prove to you or I'm trying to hold you know, white people down. So but when you, I'm really offended by what Trump said and the way the right place. Is. That's, that's, that was but, the angle I was bringing up. But that's a white supremacist reaction. It is. To, and it's wrong. And it has yes, to be called out. Yeah. People are calling out, you know, Trump making this tweet. But they're, they're saying that, you know, they're blaming, they're putting the blame back on Smollett. And that enabled Trump to make this tweet and make these claims. Why aren't they attacking Trump's tweet? Which is just factually wrong. As a devil's advocate, and I don't normally go to bat for anybody on that side. Don't I? I, I think what President Dunn's was probably trying to say is that Smollett was trying. What's his name? Smollett. Is yeah, that yeah, Jesse Smollett. Smollett was trying to use the incident to make it look like he was being racially engendered. Right, no, I, I get that. But that doesn't mean what he did was racist. That's no, that. no, but what he did is he's he's using that as a racist tool to he, stir up the whole racism right. issue oh. when it doesn't it didn't exist. No one attacked him of their own volition. It was a staged, paid-for thing. Yeah. And he used the fact that he is black and he's gay to try and... Yeah, I, I, it, it's a stretch, in my opinion, to relate what happened as racist. Now, I had one other thing that, we'll move on, but I, I had one other thing that uh, um, I did really, I, I thought was very funny um, about this incident, and that was what uh, Charles Barkley said. Did anyone happen to catch what Charles Barkley said about the... Something about don't pay with the check? Well, there was that, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, but he also said, if you really wanted this to happen for real... He just should have gone to Liam Neeson's neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, right? That is really good. Um, but here's how I would tie it into our first topic tonight, because does Jesse Smollett do this if we're not in the world of Trump? I, okay, am I blaming Trump for Jesse Smollett staging an act like this? But is it all part of the world we live in? And that, to me, is one of those really big pictures of where he feels as though he's got to make this kind of statement in order to get noticed, whether it's for job or money or security or because he's, you know, got some uh, other emotional issues. I don't know. But when I think about, when I think about, the world of Trump and what causes people to do things, right? Then that also then plays into that lieutenant from the Coast Guard. That is a bit of a stretch. I, I granted that. No, it is a bit of this of a stretch. I think you need to be responsible for your own actions to a large degree. Hold on, hold on. But that doesn't mean that people don't create the environment that that uh, enables behavior that wouldn't be normal. And I, I'm just throwing at any time I see any of what I call Trump virus of people all of a sudden deciding to, you, you know, just um, 
blatantly insult, you know, the cashier or put a racist comment down on their on the receipt instead of tipping a dollar or whatever. I, I will always put it through the lens of is this Trump virus? Is this happening because that's have... a little bit closer though. Okay. So then I, I carry this one's right a little over further away. It is further away. I'm, but I'm just still trying to say, is it you know, it, it would have he done it during the Obama era? That's all. And I think it's I think it's a worthy question to ask. You could say yes. I, I'm I'm not going to be offended by that. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say the person. It's a has, very unique situation. It, it, I'm going to stick with the allegedly. It, it, <laughs> it, if if the person that has decided to pay somebody by check to beat them up and throw bleach <laughs> on them, I'm thinking that he had probably something in his backstory that was before. Well, he wrote letters to the, you know. Weird letters to his production company or whatever, and then that didn't, that didn't gain any traction either. I but. guess sixty-five thousand dollars an episode isn't enough. Well, see, I don't. How, is it really? I don't know about the money. Okay, but anyway, back to uh, what the topic we did want to mention today, and that is again being part of the world of Trump, this lieutenant in the Coast Guard, and I personally do not want to use his name because I just don't believe in giving. You know, these knuckleheads' notoriety, it's part of what they seek. Um, so, I, you know, I, I don't know how you, you want to refer to him, but, you know, I think I, I think you know what we're talking about here, right? Well, I know exactly yeah. what you're yeah. talking about. And, and I was going to bring his name up, but with purpose. Because, why? Why? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because he is a white male, a white nationalist. Mm-hmm. If this guy's name was Mohammed or mm, I see Pablo, what you're mm-hmm. Pedro, yep. we would have had more of a stink about it. But he gets the blessing of silence from the key people in this country. Yes. Because they're they're defending this kind of thing. Because getting back to the culture they're creating, I think they're almost happy about it. It's working. Well, there's no there's no question that Trump administration, Trump people, the right, they see this guy as part of their base, and 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 no matter how awful this human being is, they never want to lose even you know any segment of their base, and if that base includes. You know, white just nationalists, white nationalists, just go. You know, if that if that if that base includes pedophiles, they don't want to lose them. Right. Mm. You mean like Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Roy Moore. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about our lieutenant a little bit. A little rundown on this guy. Um, he had. They found fifteen firearms, thousand rounds of ammo. Um, all sorts of uh, human growth hormone, and it, it looks like he had a a little list of things to do, a little honeydew list. Um, he, he wanted to kill ranking Democrats. His list, I thought, was pretty interesting. I I I I went through and I, I looked for people on that list that I was surprised that would be on there, and of course the ones that maybe were omitted. Like for instance, Rachel Maddow was not on the list. 
She's nice, though. <laughs> well, he, he in his manifesto or whatever, he did talk about how he 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 said something about women in there. I, I know, right? But then you know, he also threw Nancy Pelosi on the list. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. I guess because she might be might be president someday. Right? So if you're running for president, he puts you on the list. She also is the number one voting against uh, the president. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, so, so she earned that. Yeah, but you know, to me, she just doesn't have the notoriety. Right. But the one person I saw on the list that I thought was kind of funny that he was on the list was uh, John Podesta. John Podesta. <laughs> yeah. Like, Hasn't he been through enough with the email? Get, get over it already, right? <laughs> you're, still, it go. you're still hanging on to the idea that you want to kill Podesta over 2016 or before? He doesn't have Bill Clinton on the list? No, he didn't even have Hillary Clinton on the list. He just had John Podesta. <laughs> you know? I thought, I thought that was kind of funny. And then, of course, he had the TV personalities. Imagine if you were on that list, though. I've tried to do that Chris a couple Hayes. times this week. Chris Hayes was pretty upset about it. Yeah. I, and and when I saw Chris's Hay, Chris Hayes' reaction and Joe Scarborough's reaction, uh, you know, I was trying to think if I was, you know, different? a celebrity, would I? How would I feel if I was on that list? Would I feel really threatened, or would I feel like this guy's a kook and would never kill me? Which which way would you feel? Would would you you know? Because you know you, you're going through your daily life. You know, and and I don't know, Lefty. What do you think? How would you feel if you were on that list? Um, it didn't occur to me until this morning. If bottoms up was if, if, when, if Fred and Blatter were on that list, we'd be to- we'd be uh, toasting, you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> we we had achieved something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know as if I'd. Uh... Yeah, it, it, it would tend to silence me. It, it, it would. It you would. you would be worried about. It. You would be. Yeah, I I I would probably have some anxiety over. Yeah, it. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't know, especially with the people that are in the public eye like that, and they're at any given time looking over a crowd of a half a dozen to to a hundred to well in Mika's case and know your value in her tour, she could be in an auditorium with thousands of people and not know right but i don't think most of the time they're thinking that people really want to harm them right you know right i mean i mean journalists are a little bit more on on their toes because you know they can be targeted and certain certainly politicians right but but they're protected in many ways i didn't uh, see uh, chris hayes reaction i did i thought i saw a little bit of joe scarborough's I can imagine that Joe was probably a little bit more seasoned mm-hmm. about it, and maybe a little bit came off a little bit more the, the tough guy about it. Yeah. I don't know as if anybody could be put in that position for the first time and not be anxious. It was also interesting that on his list were people that are running for 2020 president. Mm-hmm. Was that Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris was on there. Cory Booker was on there. I, I don't Pete know. Wasn't? Uh, no, Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Pete. He's, That's our man. On. He's our guy. That's right. Fort uh, Wayne, baby. He's you know. Bottoms up, favorite. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Fort Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, 
And the other thing that I thought was really interesting was his whole infatuation uh, with the guy from Norway. Yeah. And, you know, he, he saw that attack as being so successful, I suppose, right? 77, 77 people. Um, you, you know, that... Uh, did you read the, uh, the what they call, um, the detention memo? Mm. The fact that they're holding him? It was posted online. Well, yeah, it was kind of got two day or two weeks. Yeah, because he's only being held on drugs, drug and gun charges. Mm-hmm. But they didn't explain that he. This is where I'm really interested in this case, right? What are the gun charges? Now they said that he was a known addict. So is is he a convicted felon and he shouldn't have any of these guns? Like what what is what specifically are the gun charges? Which guns did he have? that were illegal or were they all illegal? Was he not allowed to have guns? Because in the detention memo, they listed almost every single place that he purchased the guns and when. So they knew all of that. Should he be allowed to purchase guns? If, if, if in fact, that he it, gun charges are one of the things that he's being held on. So that, to me, was very unclear in the detention memo. How, how could, I mean, he lives in a highly urban area. He could cross state lines, and there would be different gun laws. No, if you, background check's federal. Is that federal? Yeah, or? background check's federal. So he, he would not pass a background check. I just haven't heard he's much. He's a member of the Coast Guard. Why wouldn't he? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, they're they're armed. So why why are some of his charges gun charges? They're gun charges, you know? And then there's the drug they, charges, which are mostly all They don't have him on a domestic terrorist charge? Not yet. Not yet. Uh uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. and and I'm not sure that they're going to go there. I'm I'm worried that this DOJ may not do it. I, I don't know what they're going to. I mean, can you can you let this guy walk the streets again? You know, I I, I can't see how they can let him go. But yeah, I mean, I don't understand the law. You know, to to have a real good opinion either way. But it seems to me there's enough there. With what they found on his computers, his searches. No, there's plenty there, but can they hold him or will they hold him? You know. It, yeah, it all comes down to the legality of it. Well, you know another thing about this whole situation that really it pisses me off, be quite frank, is the silence. Getting you? Me? Yeah. <laughs> me? Yeah. Kind of got chapped over here. <laughs> the grassy troll <laughs> is pissed. But. The fact that the president, presidents of the United States, has taken a week to say anything about... And he was forced to. He, he was, was asked forced a question. by a reporter. Mm-hmm. Think about this. He Think had of, no problem tweeting about Jesse... Yes. What, what's his name? Smollett. Smollett. <laughs> he had no problem texting or... Um, yes. Texting, tweeting, whatever. Tweeting about Alec Baldwin on yeah. SNL. But yet... It takes a week, and it takes a reporter to pull it out of him. And here... To I told take, you why already. Well, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just reiterating. But what takes it another level is is when you listen to his answer to that reporter, he he does not sound in the least bit outraged about it. He sounds sad. He sounds almost remorseful sad that one of his own got caught doing it, and he's almost pissed about it. That the, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There should be outrage. There should be indignation there, there should also be he sounds like sad little there, there should also be concern you that know, they too. caught this guy what about the next guy right 
you know, I, I did hear, I, I think it was Scarborough talking about, should the military be looked at for, you know, the white nationalists that are in there? The, the aren't they seem you know, like one in seven? Is a you know, I, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that either, Seems and I don't. I, I think that's a that's a that you're chasing something there that isn't the right thing to chase. Whether a white nationalist, radical, you know, right winger, you know, hate filled lunatic is in the military or in the woods of Montana. I, very little difference, in my opinion, you know, between those two culprits. And, you know, thankfully, the FBI and the DOJ that he constantly rails against did their job. They, 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 they stopped the massacre of innocent lives in this situation, uh, allegedly. <laughs> but, you know... And, and yet, you know, they always want to criticize these guys. And then they, you know, twist around. We don't criticize the rank and file. We criticize the leadership, blah, blah, blah. Did he send thoughts and prayers to the guy? No. <laughs> he sent thoughts and prayers to Trump. And the, the, just to finish my thought on that, the second question that reporter asked was, do you feel that there was anything about your speak, your language, Mm-hmm. That possibly has caused that. And what he said was, my language is very nice. That, <laughs> that is like a part of some what of the that, best language ever. That, I, got, I have a big brain, and my, my language is very nice. That's what he said to the reporter. <clears throat> yeah. And, and speaking of blessings by silence, where's McConnell on this? Where's where's anything. where's Graham? Yeah, that, right, right. No, that, that, where's McCarthy? Not a peep out of any one of the leaders on the right. Remember when Scalise got shot? Yeah, oh yeah. Within yeah. hours, there was there was concern, there was outrage on both sides. It it was a united moment. It was because one of their brethren got shot when the guys out there just practicing baseball. And, and he gets gunned down by some nut. Mm-hmm. But there was outrage immediately. It was the same day. Yeah. Here we are a week later with this jack weed. Yep. Just disgusting. And know. then you got Jesse Smollett, and, and then you got Rep- Representative King. Oh, yeah, he's now, running again. <laughs> he announced he's running now, in 2020. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got to move on. I'm, my blood pressure is getting up. Uh, well, here, we'll... Drink again. Um, the other big news this week was Andrew McCabe and his book. Uh, and it's that really, liar. It's it's awesome, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. Uh, you, you know, everyone's trying to, or at least Trump is trying to attack his credibility. That liar, of course. Um, and and that's really all they have. Thank you, Mr. Cattle. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Cattle. Mr. Cattle calling the pop black. Oh. Sorry. Is that racist? I'm sorry. No. No, no I, I thought maybe so. that was the name of the IG. I, the color. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought Mr. Kettle was the IG who, who called out McCabe for not being honest. No. I'm like, I never knew that guy's name. <laughs> you really must like Mr. Barr then. <laughs> Mr. Candy Bar. <laughs> Mr. Belly up to the bar. What did you think were the most... Uh, interesting revelations in McCabe's book that you're hearing about because we've not read it, but 
you know, I to, to me what really stood out was the Gang of Eight discussion. Oh yeah, God, yeah. That was a bombshell. That that really is the bombshell in my opinion, right? I mean, there's a few in there, but where he goes to Congress, tells everyone, hey. You know, well, it was the Gang of Eight plus a couple. You know, everyone in the Gang of Eight plus. Yeah, I guess he said it's something like it's really a gang of twenty-four. Yeah, it's, it's quite a gang. <laughs> gang of MS thirteen. And uh, <laughs> aren't they everywhere? MS twenty-four. <laughs> um, and none of them flinch. I know. They. It. There it, was no blowback. No, yeah. oh, you, you've got it wrong. You got to be kidding. You're misinterpreting it, nothing. It, it's a great example of where. They know what's happening behind the scenes. They know how unfit Trump is. But as soon as they get out in front of the cameras, it's save the Republican Party. Save the Republican Party. That's what all, all of it is just window dressing. Well, we also yeah. don't know the context of a meeting like that. Like the You mean like allegedly again? Like, no, no, like, yeah. Officially <laughs> banned word for the rest of the no, night. Allegedly. We're just talking about. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> the. The decorum of a briefing like that. I think so, I think McCabe describes it on numerous occasions. You know what? It's I, a very somber briefing. You don't know if it's a if it's a, a, a back and forth. He said there wasn't. That's the thing. He said they were resigned. They I'm were resigned. Telling you, on that if, one, if he's to believe, on to that be one point alone, they should have a congressional uh, hearing mm-hmm. because each of those people in that room. Should be called out under oath. Yes, they should. Yeah, bring in Lindsey Graham, bring in McCarthy, yeah. bring in Nunes. Nunes. He was supposed to be. Um, what's the word? What's the word? What? Like Sessions did. Uh, like Sessions. Recused. Did. Oh, recused. He was recused from the, from the, from the he, House. Yeah, yet right. he was still in there. Right, right. No, he never recused that himself. Bastard. He said the word. That's a bastard that needs to be bent over and grilled. Is Nunes. <laughs> That that guy. Uh, the the other one that is just uh, again on the bizarro list, mm-hmm. where uh, according to McCabe, Trump wants to go to war with Venezuela. <laughs> that that was that was said early on in his administration, though, and it was it was treated as that exact yeah with that exact joke yeah attitude. like a podcast joke yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, that's just part of. The military-industrial complex that is uh, quickly becoming our country's legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think of all the decades and all the generations that there hasn't been a profitable war. Yep. And this is just Trump. profitable in the private sector. Profitable in and the, the, the sense of a politician's goals. Correct. Not or profitable. A certain segment of people. Not goals. profitable for the U.S. government. Not profitable for the people not of the United good, States. Not, not you know, uh, uh, well spent tax dollars. Right. Correct. No, I just mean like Correct. the top yeah. 1% profit. But in the context that McCabe describes it, it was sort of left field. Whoa. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Venezuela? <laughs> uh, it's always been high on my list. <laughs> Countries I want to go to war with. <laughs> and what was it for? Oil. Oil. Which, yeah, you know, rem- remember, oil. Trump used to say that, well, why don't we take Iraq's oil? Yeah, we should have. You know. Just want to take we Chavez's oil. We should do that. Go to Iraq, take their oil. A bucket? No. We just need a bucket, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the other one that I... I 
uh, found really amazing was this, uh, the, the bit about uh, the intelligence community telling Trump that North Korea has not given up its nuclear program. And what was Trump's response? He said, no, it's not true. And they said, how do you know it's not true? He said, Putin told me. You, you've got the best of the best briefing the president on North Korea's nuclear ambitions, and the president just throws it all away and says, not true, fake news, Putin told me otherwise. What, what kind of danger are we living in? Sounds like mucho. <laughs> and that's why Rosenstein wanted to wear a wire. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much of that was in jest, hyperbole, you know. I can't imagine that it wasn't just at all. I, I, I think it's laying out of an option. It's an option, but I mean, is it a, is it a realistic option even when Rosenstein lays it out? That that's what I wonder. Just defines I, a point of view and where you want to take an investigation. No, if if they didn't, if somebody didn't ask that, then it, then they probably weren't doing their job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. But I just don't know how seriously it was taken, and even McCabe kind of walked that back a little bit. Rosenstein changed it a little bit, saying that it was never authorized, but didn't didn't disagree that they ever talked about it. Kind of the same thing with the Twenty Fifth Amendment, right? I mean, it was talked about, I'm sure. Well, whether, whether there was a whip count, they were talking about like a whip count. Yes, you know, like they were they were just talking about who would. They didn't. I I, I don't for one second believe that they went to Ben Carson and asked. Said him, where would you land? Where yeah. would you land? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Then get to and that Ben line. Carson would say, "I always land on my feet." <laughs> Isn't he the nine 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 guy? <laughs> no, that that no. Uh, oh, I know. I'm, I'm just drawing a blank. You Becca, Becca, Becca stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, it's going to kill me. Herman Cain, that's who said, said it. <laughs> he had the 999 plan. Just, just had the nine lives. That's all I was thinking. <laughs> well, apparently he didn't have nine lives because nobody's talking about Herman Cain except for us anymore. The other thing that I thought was really pretty riveting, and, and you know, I, I I tend to stay away from political books uh, because I feel like it's somewhat redundant from all the news that we get. And you look at how much attention the McCabe book has gotten. You know, uh, I have Fire and Fury. I've never read it. Um, I think the last political book I read was Al Franken's Lying Liars and the Liars That Tell Them or whatever it is. Oh, called. I have that book. I wonder if I borrowed it from you or you borrowed it from me because I don't have it anymore. Oh, maybe I have it. Yeah, I great. Book, I think I got it as a gift, though. But um, oh, well, <laughs> but uh, um, his his characterization of Sessions is also just awestruck. Like, like what 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 do you do about a guy that is only concerned about race and immigration? I mean, Jeff Sessions was the top guy, right? Yeah. Top cop. And whenever and an ex senator and and any time they ever tried to talk to him about the real threats of America, he only wanted to talk about race and immigration. Uh, it, it's it, it's it's amazing. He was a crazy little hobbit. <laughs> uh, it, it it truly was. Um, and then he has Sessions' quote in there. Uh, 
that says uh, the FBI was better off when it hired drunk Irishmen instead of all those people with nose rings and tattoos. <laughs> well, he's right, right? <laughs> Does McCabe have a nose ring? <laughs> I don't know. Is he I Irish or Scottish? McCabe is Irish, right? So, uh, I think the most important thing that McCabe has said in interviews since the book has come out, and I believe it was on the Colbert show, uh, Colbert asked him, is there anything in the last two years that has changed your impression of who Trump is and whether or not he could be a Russian asset? And McCain said, no. As in, he thinks he's a Russian asset. Yes. Or could be. That's what, that's what he said. But the idea that still today... You know, can't he, rule it out. Still he, still, he still cannot rule it out. Hmm. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Switching gears, what do you think of the Roger Stone fiasco this week? I think it's predicted. predicted. Predictable. You know, I think it... <laughs> <laughs> tense issues here. <laughs> I, I think... She gave him a gag order, and he blew it, and he's always going to be Roger Stone, and... He may not be Roger Stone anymore, right? I mean, maybe yeah. he really is. But but odds, I, I think you can buy odds on this, are still saying he's going to screw it up. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think he can help himself. Right. And, and I think... In fact, he was, he was tweeting or Instagramming today, not about the judge, but he was he was on again today. Like, wouldn't you just throw your account away at that point? Yeah. Well, I, I think that judge made a mistake. I, I honestly believe that when a federal judge is threatened... And I don't care what you say. That he he can say that one of his staffers created that. Although picture. we can't name who. Right. And I'll get to that in a second. Yes. But that was a federal judge, and that is about as much of a threat as you can make. Did he put that crosshairs over her? No, it's next. It's behind it's her head, head, off yeah. to the right. So of I her gotta head. say, as a, a non-gun guy, if I hadn't seen. The, the the or heard the hype of this. I got I got to say, guys, I, I wouldn't have identified that as a crosshair. It's it's not exactly a crosshair. just the image. Now I don't know right. what the words were. Right, but but here's 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 my problem with it. Forget the crosshairs for a second. Why why is he, why is he posting a picture of right. what the judge looks like and saying anything right. at all? Right, right. right. The crosshair. When I put her address in there. And, and yeah, right. Yeah. I, I mean, he is under federal indictment on very serious charges. This is his judge. What was he really trying to say by sharing more information about her identity in that? I didn't know what she looked like. I really didn't even know who she was, nor did I really care all that much. Right. I'm sure it was in the news. But but he was trying to make her identity an issue. And, you know, because. First, he took there was there were two images. There was the image with the with the crosshairs, and then that came down. But he still had another image of her up, and then and he kept all the verbiage, and it was talking about the deep state and talking about yes. Mueller. See, and it's all implying that it has to do with this judge, because she was the Manafort judge as well. Yes. So I, I call bullshit on that not being crosshairs. I have the picture. I found the picture. I don't know where it is all of a sudden, which is kind of ticking me off, and I would prove you wrong. You'll see crosshairs. 
No, no. I, like I said, n- the, it's. It, I without, wouldn't call it without exactly any crosses. context. I don't don't know. I, I really would. wouldn't. I, I would have called it a Celtic cross either. No. I don't know what I'd call it. You know. But, okay, I, I'm gonna blast through some stuff here real quick because we're getting kind of short on time. But he he said it was a Celtic cross. Okay. It's a Celtic cross. I'll give you that, asshole. <laughs> Why are you putting a Celtic cross right, next to the judge's what's head? What's the point of that? Question yes. one. If Stone claims the staff created the photo, he just added the text. Why would you put a Celtic cross there? What's the meaning? Okay, question one. Question two. Wait, and after you add the text, don't you usually push the button? Oh No, he said his it? staffer made the picture. He added the text and published it. In calling it a Celtic he cross. Just said, oh, he just said all kinds of just, he's just, No, he said he didn't. He didn't have to control his phone. Uh, he's whatever. just an idiot. Which is just out-and-out perjury. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, the second thing Stone did is he claimed that the reason he did that picture and that meme was because he was trying to stir up the base so he could earn money for his defense, and he's claiming he can't put food on his family's table. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's broke. He needs to raise money. Okay. If he's so broke, how can he have staffers that put pictures together? <laughs> Why are people working for this guy if he can't feed his family? That would have been a great question. It is. A, it's a fantastic question. <laughs> did Katie Tour ask that? No, I don't think she did. That would be a question, Katie. Okay, I have another question. <clears throat> Why did his dopey-ass lawyers let him go up on the stand and make a fool of himself? Uh, because they didn't want to make fools of themselves. They did already when they made that Declaration of Independence, which no lawyer has ever seen before in the history. Declaration of Apology. Whatever. Declaration of Independence. Okay. We need to review another beer. It didn't help him. Bottoms up. 9.2. Are we going to the next beer? And I have one more question. Okay, all right. Let's get there. When that little neutered bitch left that courtroom, where was the Nixon peace sign? Was it behind oh, his no, no. He tail was, tag nut? Yeah, oh yeah. Tucked yeah. under his yeah, ass? He was, he was beaten down. He got paddled like but the little bitch that he is. He sat there and lied to that judge. Yes, that judge did. knows that he lied to her about many things. It kind of brings up this whole well, idea that's of... Why did the oh, lawyers put him up there? But, but, but why is some perjury allowed? Like, like, she could have challenged him much more than she did. She even said, I don't believe a word you're saying. Right? Why not just say, I'm holding you in contempt or in violation of your agreement at that point in time? She had the right to do that. It's just, it's just Is interesting. Is not to look too partisan? Yes. Yes. No, okay. but, but, but I was listening to some other, uh, you know, experts in this field, and they were like, Let every me. time someone lies to a judge or on a jury, they don't get brought up on perjury charges and get thrown in jail. You would think that they should, maybe, because the system relies on truth-telling, but, you know, it's it's just not as common as what we like to apply, whether you're, you know, a Trumpster and you think Hillary lied, or, you know, whether, you know, you're, you know, a progressive and you think that, you know, Don Jr. lied. He know? did? We know he did. Well, I know he did. All right. Beer number two? <sighs> Thank goodness. Ah, where's the treasure trove? Slowly I... Bring it to us. Bring it to us, Fred. by step. Inch by inch. 
Oh, what Niagara do we got here? Falls. What do we got? Oh, baby. These are compliments of Fred this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have from Atwater Brewery in Detroit, Lip Lock Cherry Stout. And uh, it is. I bought it just for the name. Sexy. Lip Lock, it's sexy. And there's a sexy girl on the label. Looks like Cher. <laughs> Whoops. I'll stop there. And let's see what stats. It's uh, 60% by volume alcohol. Low. We have a lot of volume. (laughs) Low IBU, so Blotto should be loving this only 16. That's a stout. Yeah. So I know I'm going to like it. Um, You know, we've uh, we've had an Atwater beer before. The, The you know. The Pilsner? Yeah. So, yeah, we're the giving Pils- them another try. The Pilsner debacle as it's We also had a cherry now. stout before, and that didn't go over very well. Uh, correct. This would be our second cherry stout, but not from Atwater. The thing that really jumped out at me, not from a taste standpoint, but from a labeling, uh, is where they give a pairs with suggestion. Ah. Uh, and it says, pairs with significant others and partners in crime. <laughs> I guess that's the, oh, the lip lock. Yeah, it's kind of clever. Uh, I, you know, I'm not sure about their labeling though, their artwork. It's, it, it doesn't really thrill me. Really? Same thing with the uh, gang, the purple gang. You know, the Pilsner. It's it, it's too, okay. Is it too Leroy Neiman on drugs? You know, wow. Yeah. Okay, Fred. Um, Think about that. I, I am. It was on drugs as it was. His paintings yeah. look like he was on drugs. I, my guess is it's probably a local artist. You know, because Atwater is very much about the D. Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 it's probably, you know, throwing it over there to, uh, again, um, some respect there. But anyway, so what do we, what do we got for taste? Here? Let's pot them up. Pot up it. And check this out. Uh, it is definitely a stout with lots of dark color. <clears throat> um, Lefty, are, are you, are you a stout guy? Yeah. Uh, I like stout. I like stout. Um, so th- you like most beer styles, it seems like. I, is there, is I there, have. Because you, you go the full spectrum you know, with, with, the, with the real hoppy, bitter IPAs and then the malty stuff as well. I, I don't like the pale ales. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like the... I, I'm, I'm kind of not real big on even the Pilsners. Right, well... <laughs> Who could be? <laughs> so... <you know. laughs> We almost ended up doing two whole shows on Pilsners. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I like my mowing the lawn beer. Mowing the lawn beer is fine. And I don't care if it has corn syrup in it or not. <laughs> well, yeah. a stout is not a mowing the lawn beer. This is not. This is a dessert beer. And it almost tips, tastes like I dip, tip the cigar right in it. Whoa. It's got a lot of ash. Wow. Okay. I like that. Hmm. Should we try and light one on fire? I think you just somebody just tapped the, the end of their cigar into grassy. It. What what? Um, yeah, that's that's nuts. I'm not sure it's for me. I I. Hey, are we for me on all the other on that last beer? I will. I'm, I'm for, me. for me. For me. For me. Yeah. Guest. I'm a meh on that one. Okay. I've bought that before, and I've found ways to not buy it again. That's what meh is for. No, that was good with me. Um, 
I was hoping for actually a little more, a little stronger cherry. We always. I, want, I wanted my lips smacked with yeah. cherry, like lip locked lip with the locked. cherry. <laughs> you know that that's always our beef with the stouts, right? I mean, porters I give a little bit more leeway to because they don't have to be as rich in flavor, right? They can be a porter, but stouts. The idea of a stout should be whether it's peanut butter or coconut or cherry or you know. Blackberry and maple or whatever. It should really, you know, slap you in the face, as, as you said once. We may we may be drinking this uh, a little on the cold side. I think if it was warmer, you might have more of that cherry flavor in there. Oh, so then we would want the thing uh, Nobs to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. High five. High five. Waiting for it. The thing I would love to do with this is reduce well, it down. While we go throw it in the microwave now. Let's see socket. What do you got there? The Swirl. thing I would like to do is reduce this down and like slap, it? Slap, it, slap it on some some a nice hunk of meat and roast in a slow roaster. That would be awesome. It's next level. Okay, and, yeah. Wow. You could, you could, All right. You could well, I didn't see that coming. I'm, I'm, I'm with the podcast. <laughs> you could roast this. You, you could reduce it down and put it over some ice cream, too. Uh, this would be awesome. A syrup? Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. then, have you seen these uh, milkshake, milkshake stouts that are kind of popping up all over the place? Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, retweeting. and Rochester Mills. We, yeah. There's that. There's, um, uh, gosh, I'd have to look it up, but there are a lot coming up. And they seem to tie into St. Patrick's Day, a lot of them. They're, they're, they're kind of, that's one of those flavors. So we got to get on that. You, right. I know you guys got to get on, but... You might want to try a regular stout next to this stout because I'm tasting a ton of cherry. In okay, uh, we should, but we try to stay away from comparisons and let each beer just stand on its own. When you're starting to get into comparisons, you, you know it's that it's not totally really fair to the beer. Totally, but you it. see, you, you're but tasting enough cherry. You can taste the, the uh, cherry. Okay. It's, in that it's beer. there for sure. So your lips are locked. <laughs> well, not exactly. Doubt you're saying, right? flapping pretty yeah. good right yeah, now. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, overstatement of the year. Canops. Uh, yeah, did you say anything about the beer yet? Um, not typically a, a stout fan, and this isn't the worst stout I've ever had. I'll give it a meh. Not the worst stout you ever had. Yeah. Everyone had to say. Uh, I don't know if I did or not. I there's something there. I just don't know if it is cherry. You know, I mean, there's a flavor in there. I'm just still trying to figure out. But I, I, I'm the first to claim that my taste buds are just not that sharp. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a stout mine. I'm going to enjoy uh, partaking in it during our conversation. I think what whatever is supposed to be cherry in there with me, it's not there. <laughs> I, 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 there's a, there's like a feeling in my mouth. That should be cherry, but it's something else, and I'm not sure. But how it does to have a pretty it. clean finish. I I don't think it's lingering. You're right. There's tart. You know what? If if they would call it black cherry, I would almost see that more. But it is beer, and I will drink it. We will finish it to the bitter end. I eat. I think I've I've finished every beer that we have tried. I'm here. All right. I'm here for you. All right. You, you know, sometimes I feel like these cultural topics are bitch sessions <laughs> not all of them but it's kind of like what stands out this week and then it just sort of like 
you know, and I don't know if that's the best thing for our cultural topics to be our bitch sessions. You know, it kind of makes us sound like a bunch of whiny old men. <laughs> Get up, my line. <laughs> but but that said, this is a bitch session. <laughs> and you know, uh, what was last week's cultural topic? What was it? Irish uh, exit. Right, that was not a bitch session. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and so not all of them are, uh, um, but this one I think falls within that category. You, you know. I think one of the great uh, cultural topics that we had was the ugly Christmas sweater, right? It wasn't necessarily a bitch session for those that like to do them, but it was for me because I was tired of it. Especially the second time around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this one, I think, uh, is a complaint that almost everyone has. So I don't think it's, you know, just my opinion. I don't know that anyone that enjoys this part of society today. So what you're saying is we are going to be the people's representatives. Oh, I like it. That makes us sound so political. Like we were almost and elected. Impo- and important. We were elected to do this by a showing of four. <laughs> um, but I came across this article this week in the free press by a local writer who is also, you know, uh, world renowned. Yeah. Right? Author. I mean, he's Author. Yeah. Cer- he's he's certainly. Uh, uh, Tell me uh, about Tuesdays. U.S. Tuesdays, uh, with, Maury. Tu- Tuesdays with Maury, and um, the people you meet in heaven. Yep. Um, Mitch Album. He's a local columnist, writer, uh, radio personality, and uh, he wrote a column this week about spam phone calls. And when I read it. It just sort of resonated with me because I get a ton of spam phone calls and I started asking people and it's a pretty common problem. Oh, yeah. I get input. I can give you some input on that, too. Please do. Take it away. So at my job every day, I get a phone call. The caller ID will state some backwards town that I've never heard of. Right. Oh, I think one time I, I heard, of, heard of the town. But I've never heard of it, most likely, from some weird state with some weird prefix. And I'll pick up the phone and with my usual salutation, and there will be dead silence. And it will go on for about three or four seconds, and then there will be a blip. And at that point, I'm switched over to a human, and then they proceed to talk to me. I don't know if I want to use the who who they are or who they re- say they represent, but they say they represent a major internet. Nobody's listening. <laughs> Nobody's listening. So yeah, okay, rhymes with Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get a call from Google every day, guys. <laughs> Google it, wants it is to what speak. It is. And, with, and and what does Google want? They want to speak with my boss. Okay. <laughs> when they learn that I am the boss, not the boss, I am the boss of the of the the place of work, but yeah. not of the whole corporation. Entity, yeah, corporation. They don't want to have anything to do with me, so they just hang up. Yeah. So we have had this oh year long plus 
I've tried to pretend to be the boss. <laughs> I've gotten all the way to the point where I'm giving up information that has made me realize during mid-conversation that possibly they are not who they say they are. Really? Can you imagine? Wow. This hey. is a real spam call we're talking about Let's here. Let's call Mitch Album. <laughs> Hey, you were right. You need to look into this. Now, (laughs) right now, buddy. (laughs) I also need to preface this. I'm going to mention him on the tweet. (laughs) It has gone beyond me being upset. I'm amused. I think it's hilarious. If you're staring at your phone at 10.50 every day, (laughs) waiting for them to call. Oh, yeah. It's Google calling. Sorry. Does it make you feel important that Google's calling you? Well, there is that too, right? <laughs> because there's like somebody's reaching out to my number, our number. How many how many spam calls a day do you think you get? Uh, on my personal phone? Yeah. Um, maybe one. Yeah. Um, it's not that big a honestly, it's not that big a deal. Perhaps. I think the software in my phone handles the spam soft the spam calls it's starting to fail that was that was the article that's what Mitch's article is about that the the the, the people that want to get through to you are getting smarter and I'll give an example of that but I, not as how many calls do you get a day do you get do you say 0.5 so not one many. every other day I I'd get more but, than that but I agree that my Google phone is very good at predicting spam and will alert me to it no 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 i'm not saying the ones you answer i'm just saying the ones that call yeah sure no it, i get it lots pops of up on my on my right. phone as potential spam correct yeah yeah grassy mm, i probably get one to two calls a day on my personal phone and then on my work phone same thing like lefty's got it's it's probably once a week though but it's always the same people calling whoever they are, and yeah. I always hang up. I, I, I looked today on my personal phone. I got three. Three. And I, I get about three a day. And on my landline, which I just checked, is not on the do not call registry. But then when I tried to enter it, that failed. And I double-checked to see if my personal cell was on the do-not-call registry, and it is. So that's completely failing. Mm. And uh, and that is a big problem where, call them hackers, for lack of a better term, are outsmarting, you know, these these these, these registry things. Because when the government first came out with that and everybody joined, everybody thought that was going to eliminate the problem, and it has not eliminated the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to register my office landline and I couldn't. So I'm going to try again, but I, it, it would have been good for the show to, you know, register and, you know, and I'll put the link up, but it didn't work. I was, if your if your number's not already registered, it's supposed to send you an email with instructions on how to register. So you can't just, you go on the website, you type in your phone number, and then it tells you whether you're registered or not. If you are registered already, and I registered my cell phone back in 2003, I can't re-register. It doesn't do you any good, right? But I typed in my landline, and it said, you're not registered, and we will send you instructions to an email that I provided, and then I never got that. So I'm a little disappointed in the way that that is working. The phone bot will be calling you soon with the instructions. (laughs) 
You should spend, check your spam filter on your email. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably stopping it. I had one other incident that um, I thought well, actually was more infuriating because I used to get uh, a phone call from Maersk. M A E R S K. The shipping people, right? The container. Yeah, people. yeah, right. The Almost every day at one of I don't my, know why I knew that. One of my <laughs> one of my locations. Your Gina connection. And it would be a fax. <laughs> yes. It would be a fax machine. So it would it, it was absolutely maddening to pick up the phone and hear that fax machine, see the caller ID, know it's Maersk, have no idea of how to stop it. But they're trying to send a bill of lading to somebody and they are not getting <laughs> is it, okay, is, is, is that spam or is that just wrong number, right? You know? For for I'm I'm talking for years. <laughs> Yeah, in, in the calls that you're getting, if you're getting around three a day, who are the worst offenders? Well, I don't, what's, a, I don't the answer them. I don't, what's the definition of spam? Yeah. Well, okay, the, the way that most people define it is they are looking for information from you. So they're looking for either additional identification information or want to scam money out of you, right? And however the ID thing works, right, people, bad people are trying to triangulate as much information about you as possible in order to steal your identity and then, you know, do, do bad things that will harm your finances. Um, then the other ones are just trying to sell you stuff. Um, you know, I don't know how. So how move, to, move on doesn't count. Well, you know, you, part of it is, is the robocall problem, right? I mean, right. That, yeah, it's a robocall. And, 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 and that's something that Mitch... Uh, talked about and, and brought up a few stats within his article that the FCC is predicting that half, half of all phone calls in 2019 are going to be spam. Think about that. I saw that stat and kind of thought about it, though. If you think about it in yes. terms, how many people actually talk on the phone? Anymore? Right, right, right. Texting has <laughs> is, is, is replaced a lot of phone conversation, but half? Yeah, it's still an absurd I mean, I I probably make six, seven phone calls a day, right? But then, you know, I showed you I had three spam calls today. You know, almost half. Yeah. Um, Wait, but, isn't but, your job making phone calls? Well, <laughs> you make six or seven? No, I am not. Oh, take it easy, buddy. No, I am not a telemarketer. Okay. Uh, but you 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 asked you asked me what kind of calls I get. I don't answer them anymore. I just don't. And and you know maybe I'm missing out on you know free tickets to you know Dominican Republic. I don't know. Timeshare. Right. Timeshares. Um, I I either it's a it's a or you call can sell that, your timeshare. It's either you don't own. it's either a call I have in my uh, in my contact list or uh, they can leave a voicemail. That's you know kind of. You know, if it's business related, it's probably they can leave a voicemail. There, there are some exceptions to that, but you know, I was looking at things that people, um, what the scams are, right? Uh, credit scores are a big one. You know, um, automotive insurance is expiring, right? That's a big one, right? I was getting these ones about ED medication. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not really sure. How I got on that list? 
I'm going to say no more Maybe beyond that. Significant <laughs> other. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to go beyond that, but uh, that's, that's, that's part of my spamming. That I get a lot is the IRS telling oh. me that yes, if I don't call back, blah yes. blah blah, and see, they're looking for ID information. Oh yeah, and none of the people on these calls ever sound like they may have never remotely even been in the United States. You, you know what I'm saying? And some of them may be robotic. That the technology that these companies are using are robotic voices that sound natural. Like you might actually feel, you, you know, if you let it go to voicemail or even if you pick up, you can be fooled into believing that you're actually talking to a real person when you're not. And the programs they have set up are so sophisticated now with robocalls, it's a thousand calls in seconds. It's crazy what they can do. You know what's funny is you you said you ignore them and you just let them go to voicemail. I actually am like backwards to you. At first, I would ignore them just because it was an annoyance. Mm -hmm. And then... I started sending them the voicemail because I wanted to see if they'd leave a message, like out of curiosity. And then I decided, you know what? They're not going to stop calling, so I'm going to have some fun with them. So what I would do is I would pick it up and hope it would be a human. Then I would talk <laughs> really loud and pick like a foreign accent of the day and just try and sound as ignorant as I could. How many foreign um, accents do you know? Oh, there's a, there's yeah. a few. <laughs> Enough. Them. They all probably sound the same. He thinks they're different. So, <laughs> They all sound Jamaican. They all sound Polish. I just, it got to that point where it's like, I'm going to have some fun with it. And it's like, they don't like it when you do that. If you get a human, it's hysterical, the, the feedback you get, because they don't know what to do with that. Because if they have a script, yeah, that's, that is not on the script. It's funny you say that, because that's exactly what I wanted to do to one of these calls. Is, you know, there's the big whole thing going around where someone calls you and says, oh, your computer is infected, you know, I'm from Google or Microsoft or Apple or whoever, I need to get into your computer right now to fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Whoa, wow, hot one. Yeah. Being in IT, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly how I can waste so, an hour of someone's time. And I was ready to go. I had a system set up that I could get into and just mess with these people for as long as I wanted to, right? I was ready for this. They call me middle of one of the busiest work days ever. I didn't have time to do anything. Ah, bummer drag. So I took a big sign like, you're talking to someone who's in IT. I know this is a scam. Don't call me again. I got the big fuck you, and they hung up on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a bottoms up, man. That's a man. That is success. That is absolutely successful. <laughs> it was a little victory, but I wanted more. That sounds like a roadmap on how to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I call it a success. Um, they are getting so smart. Here's an here's a, a example today about how smart they're getting, because I really wasn't aware of it. I didn't think of it in terms of this, but they want to mimic numbers that you might be familiar with and that you think are, you know, mm-hmm. proper numbers. And so you pick up. So, like, in your area code? Yes. Oh. And, and But one that came through today, because this was just today, the company I work for, our headquarters, is in Columbus, Georgia. 
I got a call today that came through in the caller ID, Columbus, Nebraska. Ooh. And I just think that is too coincidental, right? I mean, you know, they're they're hoping that I see Columbus and bang, I click on it and say hello. It's and it, it, it could be coincidence. I'm thinking not. Yeah. But when you if if not, how clever is that? And that's not even my work phone. That that's my personal phone. But I do. I don't use my work phone <laughs> very much. And so the people that's what we've heard. again, how many calls do you make? <laughs> and what do you do? <laughs> oh, I teed that one up. <laughs> you did. And I, we I, drove it straight <laughs> down the fairway. <laughs> Unlike one of his fairway shots. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, if you ever use my real name, that's okay. But never use my real company. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You know, is this is this an area that we want something to be done? Does the government have to step in? It sounds like I mean, left, even you're if, big, you're big government, even right? If they tried to step yeah. in, I don't think they can keep up with these people. I don't know if it's yeah. enforceable. You know, when you get yeah. un, there's no sense making unenforceable laws. I mean, we can't we can't figure out how to keep. The uh, caravans. No, the people, <laughs> the people that create commercials from raising the volume on right. TV right. versus the right. regular program, right. even though there's a law against it. So I, I don't, I don't yeah. know what you can do. <laughs> Fred, I said caravans. You raised your hand. I was just curious. <laughs> do you remember? Like, I'm digressing, of course. Yeah. But since you said that. Which I might regret. Before uh, the presidents signed the um, the Declaration of Independence. No, 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 no. <laughs> no with the government <laughs> government shutdown. No, I'm just, give me a bottoms no, up. Get, let me get in there. <laughs> the government shutdown thing. He was talking about a twenty thousand person caravan. <laughs> Did have you heard anything about it? No, I was just kind of curious. Because 20,000 gang members, rapists, drug dealers <laughs> have vanished in the, tund- the tundra Mother of huggers. Mexico. Yeah. And nobody cares about them. I don't I was know just Mexico curious. any tundras, by the I, way. I was just curious if you heard anything about that. No? Not, not about the tundras of Mexico. No, I've never heard a thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just checking. Since you brought it up. All right. I think we've exhausted our time. Yep. Okay. One more bottoms up. <clears throat> And then we're out. We're out. <laughs> Cause baby, I hate you. Cause baby, I hate you. Cause baby.